0: story number fifteen of the toys of peace this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. dot org recorded by jenny the toys of peace short stories by saki Kanosa. The platterbaff, the eminent unrest inducer stood on his trial for a serious offence and the eyes of the political world were focused on the jury the offence it should be stated was serious for the government rather than for the prisoner he had blown up the albert hall on the eve of the great liberal federation tango tea the occasion on which the chancellor of the exchequer was expected to propound his new theory do partridges spread infectious diseases platterbath had chosen his time well the tango tea had been hurriedly postponed but there were other political fixtures which could not be put off under any circumstances the day after the trial there was to be a by-election at nemesis on hand and it had been openly announced in the division that if platterbath were languishing in gale on polling day the government candidate would be outed to a certainty unfortunately there could be no doubt or misconception as to platterbaff's guilt he had not only pleaded guilty but had expressed his intention of repeating his escapade in other directions as soon as circumstances permitted throughout the trial he was busy examining a small model of the free trade hall in manchester the jury could not possibly find that the prisoner had not deliberately and intentionally blown up the albert hall the question was could they find any extenuating circumstances which would permit of an acquittal of course any sentence which the law might feel compelled to inflict would be followed by an immediate pardon but it was highly desirable from the government's point of view that the necessity for such an exercise of clemency should not arise. A headlong pardon, on the eve of a by election, with threats of a heavy voting defection, if it were withheld or even delayed, would not necessarily be a surrender, but it would look like one. Opponents would be only too ready to contribute ungenerous motives, hence the anxiety in the crowded court. And in the little groups gathered round the tape machines in Whitehall and Downing Street and other affected centres. The jury returned from considering their verdict. There was a flutter, an excited murmur, a death like hush. The foreman delivered his message. The jury find the prisoner guilty of blowing up the Albert Hall. The jury wished to add a writer drawing attention to the fact that a by-election is pending in the parliamentary division of nemesis on hand that of course said the government prosecutor springing to his feet is equivalent to an acquittal i hardly think so said the judge coldly i feel obliged to sentence the prisoner to a week's imprisonment and may the lord have mercy on the poll a junior consul exclaimed irreverently it was a scandalous sentence but then the judge was not on the ministerial side in politics the verdict and sentence were made known to the public at twenty minutes past five in the afternoon at half past five a dense crowd was massed outside the prime minister's residence lustily singing to the air of trelawney and should our hero rot in gale for in a single day there's fifteen hundred voting men will vote the other way fifteen hundred said the prime minister with a shudder it's too horrible to think of our majority last time was only a thousand and seven the poll opens at 8 tomorrow morning said the chief organizer we must have him out at seven a m seven thirty amended the prime minister we must avoid any appearance of precipitancy not later than seven thirty then said the chief organizer i have promised the agent down there that he shall be able to display posters announcing Platterbath is out before the poll opens he said it was our only chance of getting a telegram Rap is in to-night at half past seven the next morning the prime minister and the chief organizer sat at breakfast making a perfunctory meal and awaiting the return of the home secretary who had gone in person to superintend the releasing of platterbath despite the earliness of the hour a small crowd had gathered in the street outside and the horrible menacing tree refrain of the fifteen hundred voting men came in a steady monotonous chant they will cheer presently when they hear the news said the prime minister hopefully "Hark." they are booing someone now that must be mckenna the home secretary entered the room a moment later disaster written on his face he won't go he exclaimed won't go won't leave the gale he won't go unless he has a brass band he says he never has left prison without a brass band to play him out and he's not going to go without one now but surely that sort of thing is provided by his supporters and admirers said the prime minister we can hardly be supposed to supply a released prisoner with a brass band how on earth could we defend it on the estimates his supporters say it is up to us to provide the music said the home secretary they say we put him in prison and it's our affair to see that he lives in a respectable manner anyway he won't go unless he has a band the telephone squealed shrilly it was a trunk call from nemesis paul opens in five minutes is platterbath out yet in heaven's name why the chief organizer rang off this is not a moment for standing on dignity he observed bluntly musicians must be supplied at once platterbath must have his band where are you going to find musicians asked the home secretary warily we can't employ a military band in fact i don't think he'd have one if we offered it and there ain't any others there's a musician's strike on i suppose you know can't you get a strike permit asked the organizer i'll try said the home secretary and went to the telephone eight o'clock struck the crowd outside chanted with an increasing volume of sound we'll vote the other way a telegram was brought in it was from the central committee rooms at nemesis losing twenty votes per minute was its brief message ten o'clock struck the prime minister the home secretary and the chief organizer and several earnest helpful friends were gathered in the inner gateway of the prison talking volubly to the most platter platterbaff who stood with folded arms and squarely planted feet silent in their midst golden-tongued legislators Whose eloquence had swayed the Marconi Inquiry Committee, or at any rate the greater part of it, expended their arts of oratory in vain on this stubborn and yielding man. Without a band, he would not go, and they had no band. A quarter past ten, half past, a constant stream of telegraph boys poured in through the prison gates. Yamley's factory hands just voted, you can guess how, ran a despairing message and the others were all of the same tenor. Nemesis was going the way of reading. Have you any band instruments of an easy nature to play? demanded the chief organizer of the prison governor. Drums, cymbals, those sort of things? The warders have a private band of their own, said the governor. But of course, I couldn't allow the men themselves. Lend us the instruments, said the chief organizer one of the earnest helpful friends was a skilled performer on the cornet. the cabinet ministers were able to clash cymbals more or less in tune and the chief organizer has some knowledge of the drum what tune would you prefer he asked platterbaff the popular song of the moment replied the agitator after a moment's reflection it was a tune they had all heard hundreds of times so there was no difficulty in turning out a passable imitation of it to the improvised trains of i didn't want to do it the prisoners strode forth to freedom the word of the song had reference it was understood to the incarcerating government and not to the destroyer of the albert hall the seat was lost after all by a narrow majority the local trade unionists took offence at the fact of cabinet ministers having personally acted as strike breakers, and even the release of Platterbath failed to pacify them. The seat was lost, but ministers had scored a moral victory, they had shown that they knew when and how to yield. End of Canosa Recording by Jenny.